Beyond Belief on Claire FM. If I asked you what Kilfenora means to you, you would probably say uh, the Cayley Band. Uh, you might say the Burren Centre. You might say it's on the edge of the Burren. You might even think of the High Crosses. But did you know that there's an 11th century cathedral there, St. Facnan's Cathedral, a place of worship since the 5th century even? And it's largely unused. It's in the care of the Church of Ireland, and the Church of Ireland have got plans to improve it and open it up. And I'm delighted to be joined by Aidan O'Sullivan from Spanish Point, who's involved with the church at Spanish Point, and also is one of the ones putting together a plan to reopen the building. Aidan, welcome to the programme. Thank you. Could you just start, what exactly have we got there in Kilfenora? Well, as you said yourself, we have a very ancient site and the building that exists today is in kind of a a few sections. There's the the roofed part, which is still used for the Church of Ireland, and it has been used for music and for exhibitions in the past. And then there's the eastern part of the church, which is roofless. And architecturally, that's the more interesting part. It has a beautiful east window and it has some 15th century carvings in there as well. And then there's the north wing, which had a nice glass roof on it now. And they brought all the pieces of high cross and the full high crosses into that wing for their own protection. They were getting very severely weathered out there. So they brought them in to protect them. And so the idea is that you're looking to get grant money from various sources to enable, what, the church to be protected? And what else do you hope to do with it? Well, it is in fairly poor repair, the the church that's used for Church of Ireland services. And that's the first part, to kind of improve the structure of it and improve the, the doors, windows, all those parts. And the gutters are completely rotten. So those really basic things. But there is an architectural consultant been employed and he is going to look at the entire structure of the building and try and make it fit for the future. And with particular with climate change in mind, you know, the way that we're getting more rain, we're getting more storms than we used to. So we want to prepare for that so that the building doesn't become any more run down than it is at the moment. Yeah. And once you've made the building safe and secure, what do you hope to do with the the part that's in use now? Because um, the uh, interesting part that you mentioned uh, hasn't got a roof on it, has it? So are you planning to have a, a roof put on that? Um, that hasn't been mooted so far. I think it's really the Church of Ireland section of it that most of the work is going to go into trying to protect that for future use. Yeah. I mean, as I said, some concerts and things were held there in the past, and I think that that might be a good future for the building. Yeah. It would be a, a focus point for the local community, as well as being a, a place of service as well. Yeah, uh, and I mean, the, the interior is fascinating as well, because uh, I've been in there a few times, but uh, yeah. as you walk in the door on the right-hand side, there's a font that dates from, what, 12th century, yeah. 11th century? 1200, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty ancient. Indeed. You know, we've got all that history. 
under our feet, as it were, and we're really not making best use of it. And then as you go into the church, as I remember, we've got that double-decker pulpit, which I've never seen anywhere else, uh, yes. built out of wood. And uh, yeah. it's uh, an interesting structure. Uh, I'm not sure I'd trust my weight on it, but it looks uh, it looks very interesting. Yeah. And it's historic, isn't it? And a number of years ago, a bishop did go down through it, so it's... Uh... <laughs> It's been repaired in the meantime, so it's uh, safe enough. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, but there, there is um, a seat there, isn't there? That because a cathedral, it does mean seat of the bishop, doesn't it? So there is a, yes, a bishop's seat there, uh, which uh, was yeah. uh, used to install Bishop MP, was it? In the 19, right. yeah, I think in the 1980s. Right, yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah. there's a, a lot of history there. And of course, it's a, a yeah. building that could be used to great advantage for the whole community isn't it yeah that's the plan i think to sort of make it a focal point within the community for concerts exhibitions um, even to have it open to the public so people can kind of come in and see uh, i mean even the the stalls in the church are interesting because they're a real victorian throwback you don't see that many box stalls anymore you know where you literally have a little door to get into each of the stalls yeah yeah Um, that's right there's very few of those left in the country i think that's right. And the plan would be, I suppose, to keep them. Um, they don't make for flexible seating, do they? But, uh, uh, no, yeah. They're, they're pretty awkward, yeah. And in fact, you can even sit in a couple of family stalls, aren't there? Where you, Yeah, the kids can actually sit with their back to the altar, which uh, yeah. <laughs> seems yeah. considerate a bit disrespectful wouldn't you but you uh, would, yeah. yeah there's great history there and if, if it can be used for the community and at the moment it needs lighting i suppose it needs some heating does it uh, you know it needs the basic yeah what, what's there at the moment i don't think there's any i think the underfloor heating was put in but I, I don't think it's been a success as far as i know we used to joke that before you switched on the underfloor heating you had to phone up money point and warn them because it, <laughs> yeah. it takes a heck of a lot of power i think you know the, yeah. um, it costs a fortune to heat it um underfloor yes. heating but uh, that was something i think with a stone floor and that you'd need you'd need a couple of days notice to get the place warmed I think up so. anyway yeah so. you do and when yeah. we've done it i think in the past it, it has been a very expensive operation i think yeah but uh, yeah. yeah it just needs a, a, a modern approach i think doesn't it yes. i think that was put in by the opw when they put the glass roof on the uh, on the extension there. The extension, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. A couple of old open fireplaces, which you don't see that much in churches anymore either. They're, the last time I was at a service there, that's how they were heating the, the building. They had a little fire on in the, in the two fireplaces. So yeah. I don't think that would be sufficient for modern use, really. No. That all has to be reviewed. Yeah. Lighting, heating, wiring, plumbing, the whole lot. And, and there are no toilet facilities or anything like that. So if it was to use the venue, you would have to have something like that. And it's finding a way of including things like toilet facilities are going to be tricky, but that's what the architectural consultant is there for. He's Indeed. to come up with solutions for these we, problems and suggestions yeah. for ways around the difficulties. I think it's time for a modern touch there to, to bring, oh, it, definitely needed, bring yeah. it up to date. But it's a, a lovely resource and it'll be great if it can be brought back into use because 
I mean, the Church of Ireland doesn't use it that often, do they? Once or twice yeah. a year. Um, a few times a year, is it? Yeah. Sahwain, I remember services there, and uh, and Chris Dingle services. And, yes, they're uh, lovely, yeah. And they're very well supported by the village, mm. generally, you know, not just yes. Church of Ireland, but, uh, you know, I've seen the church full on those occasions and supported sure. by the local people. Good luck, Aidan. Uh, you haven't got any idea on time span on this. This is... No, uh, we're really at the very beginning of it. Um, I think, you know, committees have to be formed still and, you know, it's, it's right at the beginning of the whole process. Yeah. So there's lots to be done of organisationally before we get much further. Yeah, and then I suppose there'll be the round of fundraising and seeing, you know, putting on events to try and raise money and raise interest and things like that. But uh, it's good that you're setting out on the first steps of this and uh, we wish you every success and look forward to uh, coming to Kilfenora. Who knows, you may even get the Cayley Band to play in there. Uh, That would be... be uh, the first time. (laughs) (laughs) That would be brilliant, wouldn't it? So, uh, Aidan, well, Thank you very much for joining us this evening. Thank you. You're very welcome. Right. Bye-bye. Bye now. And that was Aidan O'Sullivan from Spanish Point, part of the Church of Ireland team looking at ways of improving and updating the facilities in St. Facton's Cathedral in Kilfenora. This podcast is produced by the Beyond Belief team. Join us on Sunday at a quarter to eight for Sunday prayer and at 9pm for Beyond Belief.